0: the least of God's men I know that that he's called to preach and I, I, just, I know what a failure I am and I know how short I come and, uh, but but I'm thankful that the Lord loved me enough to die for me I'm thankful he called me to preach uh, he didn't call me to preach because I was good enough because he thought I was something great he just called me because because uh, uh, he loved me and I appreciate that, appreciate the opportunity that He's given me to try to do something as ignorant and unworthy as I am for Him. But uh, this morning, uh, got a little scripture on our heart, and uh, maybe a couple of places we might try to read. Uh, our, our Sunday school this morning, it just seemed like the Lord, uh, as we was trying to get a hold of the message for this morning, seemed like the Lord just kept taking us back to work, uh, some things there that we would studied in our Sunday school. And uh, 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 but 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 I want to start reading uh, over in uh, Luke in the seventeenth chapter, and we're going to read maybe just I know I know all of this is familiar, and I know I say that every time I stand, uh, but the Word of God, as I've said before, should be familiar to us. Uh, but 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 in the seventeenth chapter, The Book of Luke and we'll start in the 28th verse particularly because this is just kind of where our heart is uh, but in the 28th verse he says likewise also it was in the days of lot as it was as it was in the days of lot they did eat they drank they bought they sold they planted they builded but the same day that lot, went out of Sodom it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all even thus shall it be in the day when the son of man is revealed in that day he which shall be upon the housetop and his and his stuff in the house let him not come down and take it away And he that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. Remember Lot's wife. And I'll stop right there. Uh, If you want to, turn back over into Genesis, the 19th chapter. Uh, As I said, uh, this is where our Sunday school was this morning in the teenage class. And, and I couldn't get away from this—the the sixteenth and seventeenth verses in this here, and, and and I thought about in the scripture where we read there, and he tells us to remember Lot's wife. And you know, if you, you you remember something, you you consider it and you think it over, and you you kind of play it back. And the Lord's wanting us to learn something from Lot's wife. He's wanting us to see an example that happened here in that situation. And, 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 and in that we realize and we, we see as we read there, it said that as it was in the days of Lot, some shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. And we see how that people were going about their days as they normally would. Everything was going along. Uh, nobody really was expecting what was coming their way. Nobody was really a thinking about that, 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 that was getting ready to happen at that moment. But, but, but the Lord had, 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 had done something here, and I, I won't get ahead of myself. But in, in the 19th chapter, uh, in, in Genesis, in the 16th verse, he said, uh, you know, he had sent, he had sent these angels down here unto these people. And, uh, he was giving them an opportunity. He went down there to Lot's house. In that day, and, and, and we went through many other things in Sunday school this morning about this, this particular instance here, but I really want to focus (coughs) on, on this one particular thing. It said, uh, there, maybe I'll start back in the 15th verse. He said, and when the morning arose, then the angels hastened Lot, saying, arise, take thy wife and thy two children, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of this of the city. And while he lingered, the men laid hold on his hand, and upon the hand of his wife, and upon the hand of his two daughters, and the Lord being merciful unto him, and they brought him forth and set him without the city. And it came to pass when they had brought them forth abroad that he said escape for thy life look not behind thee neither stay thou in the in all the plain escape to the mountain lest thou be consumed I couldn't get away from them few verses right there as I thought on these things and and, and as, I, as I got to seeing that I thought about the wickedness that was taking place all around and all the many things that was going on down there Uh, And I know we've preached that many a time And we've talked about all those things That were going on down there in the days of Sodom And the the, the, the things that that, that was around Lot And his family and everything and all that But but I really want to focus today On on what happened when those angels came down into that place And how they went in and they warned the household of Lot and, 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 And they gave them an opportunity That they could come out of where they were at there and, and and I thought about that as it went in there, and, and 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 Lot he tried to go, you know, as we read this morning, he tried to go to his sons in laws, he tried to go to his daughters, and he tried to tell them, and he seemed as one that mocked. You know, the the confidence of, of of Lot had dwindled down there in that place. Uh, uh, people's confidence in Lot, his testimony wasn't what it once was in his life because he had become part of everything that was around him. He let himself get engulfed by the sinful things and the iniquities of other men down there that day. And I thought about that, and I've always looked at that, and it's always bothered me how he lost his influence. But but I want you to understand something there. In that day, Lot couldn't do a thing to get his children out of there at that moment in his life. He tried to tell them, and he tried to tell them what was going on at that moment. But, but but I want you to understand something. When God got serious and it was getting ready to come down to destruction in that place, that fire was getting ready to fall, uh, these men, they, they, they spoke unto Lot there and it said that they told him to hasten. It said, And when the morning arose and the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of this city. And while he lingered, Lot still uh, in that he was lingering down there in that place, and he was just kept on holding on down there to what was there. And it, but 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 what I got to, and you'll bear with me just for a minute this morning. What I got to see in that is God sent them angels down there. He sent them men down there. And you know what he does? And he talked about the mercifulness of God. I looked that merciful up, which you know I'm trying to make sure I get all my definitions right when I'm preaching, but merciful is compassionate, tender, and it's the act of sparing. You know at that moment right there, Lot and his family truly didn't deserve to be spared. They didn't deserve the mercies of God. God extending His hand unto them at that moment. But do you realize what happened? Even though they was slinging even though... they was was holding back on what God told them to do. What did them men do, Daniel? They reached out and got a hold of the hand of Lot. Reached out and got a hold of Lot's wife. Reached out and got a hold of them children. And you know what they did? They took them on the outskirts of that place. You want to know what God's spirit will come down to the house of God. We sit back and we hold on and we hold on and we keep lingering and we keep lingering and we just won't turn loose and we just won't take that step. But I want you to understand something. God's Spirit will come by and get you by the hand. I'm thankful for the Spirit of God. I'm thankful for God's mercies. Well, when we, time and time again, when we go against what God wants us to do, God's Ready to destroy us. God's Spirit will take you by the hand and it will lead you out of the place that you're in. We preached a few weeks ago that God's Spirit won't always drive a man. And while He's dealing, it's the time to move. While God's trying to get a hold of somebody, that's the time to move. He had them by the hand. He got them on the outskirts of it. And I got to thinking on that, Isaac. God led them out of where the destruction was taking place. And I truly believe that that, that when God's Spirit gets a hold of people, it'll lead them them away. God's trying His best. I mean, we got into this morning in, in our Sunday school, we got into things of where people get turned over to reprobate. people down there in Sodom was reprobate. While they was believing their lie, and you know what? They were damned in it. They were going to die down there in that place. They couldn't hear, they couldn't, they couldn't hear those angels. They couldn't hear those things. They didn't let their hearts get so hardened under the will of God and the word of God. You read the first chapter of Romans, and you'll see where God will turn people over to that mind. But while you got an ear to hear, you better listen. While God was drawing, while He's taking you by the hand, He led them on the outskirts of what was getting ready to destroy them down there. He told them, "You better hasten. You better get out of here." And even in that, when they wasn't listening, Bobby, when they wasn't listening to the Word, when they wasn't listening to what God was saying, He loved them enough. You know what He did? He got them by the hand. Oh, ain't that merciful when we hear the Word of God and we run around in this world and we're so consumed with everything else and we keep lingering and lingering and lingering and we keep waiting around and we just keep pushing God off and we keep pushing away what God's telling us to do. And God loves us so much that He even comes down and He gets you by the hand. His Spirit comes down and goes to drawing. Hey, it goes to pulling. It goes to tugging on you. That's what happened in here Sunday, wasn't it, buddy? God's Spirit got to draw him. God's Spirit got to tug him. That young man came out of there and got saved Sunday because something got to pulling on him. Something got to drawing him out of where he was at. But I going to tell you something. That's where the struggle was taking place. was right back there at that seat. That Spirit went to pull him. There come a time when it was up to heal that, that hand of those men, it drawed them on the outskirts of that city. It pulled them outside of it for a little while. God's Spirit will pull you out of where you're at for a little while. It'll give you a, a mind of clarity. It'll give you a time of understanding. A time of being able to see clearly. When they got on the outskirts of that town, though, and they started going away, you know why it's so critical that we remember Lot's wife? She might have felt well the drawing. He says to make your calling and your election sure. She felt the calling. She felt the drawing. There was something got a hold of her. There was something went to pulling on her. But you want to know something? She never turned loose to Sodom. She never turned loose of what was there and she could not continue her walk because her heart was still down there in the sinfulness of the world. But God was merciful enough and He gave her a chance. He gave her opportunity to come up out of that place. But Jay, you know what? As she got to, as, as the Lord got the draw in her hat and she had her opportunity to walk away from it, she turned back to it. She looked on it. Deserved. Deserved. What she turned to, Aubrey? A of salt. A of salt. I got to thinking about, why salt? Why salt? You don't suddenly maintain what it is all the time. Salt. It just stays what it is. It's a preservative in a lot of senses. A lot of ways we use it. She stayed right there preserved what she was. She died right there. She didn't get delivered. She didn't get brought out. She died right along with the rest of them. I thought how many times how the Lord comes to dealing with our hearts. When the preaching goes on. And we've heard, and we've heard the voice of man. But when that spirit gets a hold of your hand, it'll lead you. But it's going to be up to you to keep following where it's leading you to. Things lead them out of that place. Things lead them to better, better things. Still down there in Solomon. Get your heart out of Solomon, get your heart out of this world. And you know the Lord God won't blame you. I told you I told the millions in Sunday school this morning. You'll make, you can make bad decisions even after you've got saved. You can do bad things even after you've got saved. And there's, there's going to be consequences for you. A lot that we follow his life on, we see where he made any more bad decisions after he left and got out of there. But I'm going to tell you what, the most important thing you'll ever do is let God draw you up out of where you're at. Let him bring you out of that place just go through sometimes and parallel the life of Abraham and Lot and you'll see the difference. You'll see the difference. He said to remember Lot's wife. Said go back it on up over there in the in the Luke. He said, but the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day, he which is, he, he which shall be upon the housetop and his stuff in the house, let him not come down to take it away. And he that is in the field, let him likewise. Not return back. Remember Lot's wife. And so many times we sit there when the Lord is dealing with us, when God's drawing us, and we go to try and say, Well, I've got to clean this up, and I've got to fix this, and I've got to do this, and I've got to do that. How many times you talk to somebody, Mark, and they say, I get my life straightened out, and I'm going to get in the house of God. I get this fixed, you know, and I'm going to start going again. I get this done. You know what he said? Don't you take no thought to what's behind you. Don't you take no thought for what you think you've got to do. He told them "Don't you go back. Don't go back when the when the Lord's revealed. Don't you go back after nothing. Remember Lot's wife when she tried to go back. When she tried to remember back, and she died right where she was. When God's giving you an opportunity to get out of somewhere." Get out of there right then. Follow where he's leading you right then. Don't look back. Don't worry about what's behind you. Just realize what's ahead of you. Just like what we were talking about this morning about the trials and things we're going through in this life. It ain't about what I'm going through now. It's about what I'm going to suffer some things in this present time and in this world, but I've got something better I'm headed to. God brought my heart out of this world at 12 years old. And He placed my eyes on where I'm going. And I don't need to be looking back on where I've been. God brought me out of those things. He set my feet on solid rock. He established my goals. He told me where he was leading me to. I hope everybody in here this morning knows where he's going. <laughs> I hope we know where he's brought from. It was tolerant in here this morning, I'll be honest with you. That's all right. pray to us, It to in each one of our lives. The day that he was brought out, the fire fell right behind him. He could have gotten destroyed that day, but because somebody took him by the hand, because somebody pulled him out, Lot didn't die down there that day. Could have been this young man's last day on this earth last Sunday. God got to dealing with him. God got to pulling him out. And they put that destruction behind him. I gave him a chance. I believe the Lord's been giving some others chances. Better remember Lot's wife. Better remember. because you've been called. you said to make your calling and election sure. Just because God's been a drawing, just because God's been a calling, it's up to you to make an election. It's up to you to make a choice. You better make that as sure as what the calling is. There was no doubt who the men were. There was no doubt. They was recognizable as, as angels. They was recognizable. Abraham knew them when they come to his tent. Or Lot knew them when they come to the gates of Sodom. Knew who those men were. They were recognizable. And I promise you, you're going to recognize the Spirit when it gets a hold of you. Yeah. They knew what that feeling was. Just as much as Lot, this daughter's knew it, Lot's wife knew exactly what got a hold of her. And exactly what went to draw with her. Yet she still made a conscious decision to do exactly what God said not to and look back. He told them to come out of there and don't you look back. I know I'm flipping back and forth, but that's all right. I don't want to quote nothing on Listen in that 17th verse. He said, And it came to pass when they had brought them forth abroad That he said, escape for thy life. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. There wasn't no, this this was a serious time. This was a serious situation. This wasn't tomorrow you can walk out of here and it'll be all right. This wasn't wait till next Sunday and you can be okay and maybe you can get it then. This wasn't put it off the Wednesday. This wasn't, this wasn't a, a, an option of time here. You know what he said? Escape for thy life. There was a moment and a time right there when there was an opportunity of escape. Flee and get away from the danger that was set right there. There was a moment in this And he said, don't you look behind you. You flee and you get to the mountain. You know, it says over there in Hebrews, and I know we're all familiar with it. He said, said, how? He, He was speaking of the angels over there. If God spared them not, he said, how shall we escape? If we neglect, if we turn away, so great a salvation is this not an escape for anybody in Sodom down there. There was not an escape for Lot's wife when she turned her eyes back. There was a moment in time when she could escape that place. There was a time to come up in her life Chad, when she could get out of there. And you know what she did? She looked back. Instead of taking that opportunity, instead of being, being brought out of that place, her heart was still down there. And she lost her opportunity of salvation because she neglected that opportunity. All I'm saying today is you better be careful when you walk away from salvation. You better be careful when you neglect this. That's another word, neglect. Listen to this. slight, not to notice, or discard. You discard this. You slight this. You don't notice it. You don't pay attention to truly what's right in front of you. Salvation's right here. Salvation's attainable. Discard that. You don't want to notice that. And you say you're going to wait later. You ain't going to escape. Lot's well, wife thought she could look back. You better remember her this morning. God said to consider her, remember her. That's recorded in the Word of God for a reason. This morning, God wanted you to remember it. That when she had her opportunity to escape, when she had her opportunity to come out, she looked back. And she died right there. You ain't going to escape if you neglect some great salvation that's coming your way today. Maybe the last opportunity for somebody may not never be another chance, another choice, another time that you can escape hell. As he said, as it was in the days of law, so shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. Yeah. As it was in the days of Noah, there's eating, drinking, marrying, giving in marriage. Open lots of today, they was building, they was, they was doing all these different things. You know what they're doing? They're just going about life. Everything seems normal. You know how quick death comes. You got something on your mind right now, what you're going to do after church? You may not live to do it. That's how quick death comes. We've got plans saying, you know, I've got things I'm planning on doing tomorrow. I've got things set up for what I think I'm going to do tomorrow. I may not see tomorrow on But one. I'm thankful. I've escaped hell. Through the salvation, through the blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, sure? If I don't if I don't open my eyes in the morning here, I'll be okay. What about you? It's a serious thing. (laughs) Escape for thy life. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. It's a time of escape right now. They be short. Really, they're it short. It's what God gave me. But I'm going to tell you this morning if you're here and they something had you by the hand, and they something been pulling you, they something been drawing you out of where you was at. You feel like that hand turned you loose? You're sitting on the outside of the city right now, and it's up to you. It's up to you what you're going to do with it right now. It's up to you whether you're going to come and receive what God's got for you. If you're going to walk away from it. You're going to look back on everything else that you just don't want to turn loose of, you don't want to give up. There's nothing in this world worth losing your soul. No. Not a thing. Yeah. Not a thing in this world worth losing your soul. Make you ready to escape. All you gotta do is just turn it loose. Keep your eyes focused on where God told you to go. Get an offer to And believe God. That's what God gave us this morning. I'm West Dana to come.